Hello and welcome to the BeerCast. My name is Richard. Welcome once more to another hour of beer-related fun and merriment. This is a very special podcast. I know we uh, said in our last couple of podcasts that we were just doing British beers in Olympic year, but we've only done two. <laughs> we lied. June. <laughs> <laughs> What's a promise if not to break? Uh, this is a very special podcast because uh, BeerCast legend Mr. B was recently dispatched to the colonies for work, were you not? Yes, it was. And he brought back some beer from America, so this is our Mr. B in any New England podcast beer cast special. With one beer from New York. Is that right? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, well no, it's not, it's, not, it's not a New England special, it's a places where I went to special. Yeah. Uh, Around New York and New England. A, a Mr. B road trip spectacular. And uh, well, Mr. B's here, obviously. Hello, Mr. B. Hello. Uh, also with us is Shovels. Hello. He's sandwiched in between Mr. B and Gruben. Hello. Yeah, there could be no space. <laughs> you don't I feel need like space. I'm five miles away. <laughs> Having to shout. If you can lift your elbow to your lips, you better. That's not very good. You can lift your elbow to your lips. <laughs> that's pretty that's true, you can't actually do actually, that. It's impossible. Listeners at home, try lifting your elbow to your lips. You can't do it. It's like that thing where you're standing against the wall with your head, your back, and your bum, and lift, lift your leg up, and you can't do it. Take your word for that one. I think that's true. Yeah. Anyway, hi. <laughs> anyway, what's the first beer? What's our first beer, Mr. B? This is Sea Hag IPA by a New England Brewery Company. And it's a can! It's a can! Yay! Classy. Love it. Can I do that one while you're doing that one? Uh, like many American breweries. Oh, jeez. Man. That's <laughs> <laughs> gone everywhere. He lost a tiny bit of foam. Uh, New England Brewing Company was started by an avid home brewer who decided to take the step up and go into production. Mm. His name was Rob Leonard, and he got a job washing kegs at the New Haven Brewing Company in 1992. Within three years, he was the head brewer there. He moved to uh, New England Brewing, who were another brewery, but he uh, he started working there in sales and marketing, and eventually bought that place as well. Mm. So he's obviously uh, there's bits in it. Oh, oh it's, it's can condition. And he he bought the entire company and Don't relocated me. it to uh, Woodbridge, which is in New Haven. Yes. Uh, and Mr. B will now tell us about New Haven and this beer while we sit. Go okay. On. Well, <coughs> I, I I spent a day in New Haven. I drove through Woodbridge and only later realised that this is where this beer from. Um, New Haven is a little city in Connecticut, where mm-hmm. home of Yale University, which is why I went there. Otherwise, I don't think anyone would go to New Haven. No offence to people from New Haven. Hello, New Haven. But it does have... <laughs> is that like, hello, Wembley? Hello, Cleveland. Bonjour, Cleveland. No, well. Um, it does have a slight beer aside thing. The uh, greatest... Um, Little Italy and Pizza Place in America. Ah. Called Worcester Street. If anyone wants to go there. Is Have this you got notes of this? I do. Ah. It's the New Haven style pizza called A Pizza. That's right. Or A Beats. Yeah. That's how I pronounce it. Or a red pie is what you ask for. A red pie? Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Is that because they don't feature mozzarella? I was trying to work that out. Is that really how they do it? Yeah, you can have a white pie. Yeah. Or a red pie. You can have a red pie with cheese, or you can have a white pie which doesn't have tomatoes, which is just cheese. Oh, okay. And they're famous for clam clam ones. Yes. So I had, the one I had there was awesome, but it was literally pizza dough, clams, garlic, oil, and that's it. Really? Yeah. Really good. Like a clam flatbread. Yeah, really good though. Very famous. The whole of America, they have a 
obviously have lots of competitions for the greatest pizza and biggest mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. Frank Pepe's <laughs> continually continually wins. It was on Wikipedia and their New Haven page has been the best pizza in America. Yeah. So people should go check that out. There's pizza in Texas. It's the best pizza it's the in America. in the world. That must be like, that's some claim. Yeah. There's a shitload of pizza in America. Yeah. Yeah. There is. New Haven isn't big and this street is literally one street no more than three or four hundred yards long with two or three pizza places on it. Okay. And it's famous across the whole of America. And do you have to queue or do you just go You do. Yeah. For many a minute. <laughs> I was okay because I was on my own. I got to skip. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sam Adams because you're in Boston. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I take it the clams are out of the shells, are they? Yeah. Mm. That'd be a bit hard. To... <laughs> it was good. Um, I didn't see any of this in New Haven, though. Um, so you bought this in. in I, bought, I bought this in, in Connecticut, in, in uh, the place I was staying, which was called. Oh, Norwalk. Okay. Nor- the road. Yeah, Norwalk is where he used to, where this brewery used to be based until uh-huh. Rob moved it up the coast to Woodbridge, which is where he was from, mm-hmm. or where he started Hungary back in the day. Uh-huh. So there's a well-known, very small chain, I suppose the equivalent of the Red Squirrel in, in Connecticut and New York called the Ginger Man. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of 40, 50 beers. Plus, lots of kegs and lots of beer tasting evenings and lots of food. Very similar to Red Squirrel, if anyone's been to Edinburgh. And there's one in New York and there's one in Only with 40 or 50 beers. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's one in Norwalk, there's one in, I think there's one in Boston, there's one in New York, mm-hmm. there's one in Greenwich. I wish I'd known there was one in Boston, I could have gone there. Yeah, I think uh, there is. Yeah. Um, so that's where I tasted that for the first time on keg. Okay. And, and I really like this beer. Um, and sort it out on can because it was basically the cheapest beer you could buy in a can in Norwalk. Mm-hmm. They also do a steam, their flagship is a steam beer called Atlantic Amber. Oh, okay. And they do a German pilsner called Elm City Lager. I didn't see any of those. This was all over the place. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice can. I like the, uh, the hag. It's not very scary. How big is this brewery then? And then it's canning. I thought canning is quite an expensive process compared to. Bottling. I don't know. I, don't, I, think I don't know enough about it. To be <coughs> I think more breweries are set up to can over there now. Yeah. And also, there's also mobile canning units that go around breweries, small breweries, mm-hmm. uh, and you can you hire it and they do the canning for you. But I guess this place will have their own canning plant. Yes, it says it's a brewed and canned on site. Yeah, I would go to the. Um, I was there for three weeks. So I would go to the off rices, and all of them would have this, and just on those little shelves, you could pull out oh, yeah. six cans out of the fridge. Mm-hmm. Six dollars. That's not a bad morning, is it? That's yeah. awesome. That'd be yeah. alky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly was. <laughs> so, what do you think of the beer, Shovels? Yeah. I quite like it. It's, uh, it's got a strange hop taste. It's meant as a noble hop. It's got a slightly on unusual. Yeah, it's got a slightly uh, kind of smell. Yeah. I can't quite place it. Like um, arsenicy or some kind of licorice There's something. Of that elk. It's not quite as straight fruity. Definitely not elk. And it's not elk. Not elk. It doesn't have that muskiness. Did you say arsenic? Yeah. I don't know how we know what arsenic smells like. This could be a short podcast. It's not the word I was looking for. 
Actually, looking at the can, she is quite scary. She looks like the character in that. Uh, what's that exactly. film where she comes out the TV? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you ruined it for me. No, Ghost... no. Let's just not mention the film then. We've not ruined oh, yeah. it for anyone. Ghostbusters. No, no. Yeah, like, yeah, we all yeah, know what it is. Like now, that, but that, was in that film. That film. Yeah. yeah is that true. film not solely known because someone comes out the TV? Yes, it is now. Yeah. And I hated Malcolm Mode because he ruined it for he me. Did he spoiled the ending? I think but in his little pre-ramble before the film, like, why would you ruin the best bit of the film? <laughs> you know, the, the most famous bit of film, Spoiler Age, was, you know, they had Unusual Suspects came out, it had that poster of all of them lined yeah. up mm-hmm. and in Leicester Square or somewhere in London, it was that giant one and someone had spray-painted an arrow next to uh, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> Just ruined it for somebody else! <laughs> that film came out in 1985. Everybody's... <laughs> so, <laughs> so many guys So thousands of people a day walk past that. You, me- well, you remember in our second year flat, we, we had that poster, mm-hmm. and one of, I think it was one of Patrick's friends, who was a scouser, I remember that, for some reason. And as it come round with... Patrick, who used to do homebrew, actually. Yeah. Um, it's all cyclical. And as he was leaving, he walked past the poster and went, he did it. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Uh, Nicely done. I, I, I do like this can. It's a nice can, isn't it? It's a cool can. It stands out. Anyways, Stuart Caven would like this can. Mm. And I also like the signature on the back. It looks like Quentin Wilson from the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> what, from Old Top Gear? No, no, from... Uh, from no, it's the yeah, BBC yeah, yeah. Uh, certification board. They put the, before, oh, right. before the films come up, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Did you go into the um, New Haven Museum? Of what? Of stuff. No. Because New, New Haven has lots and lots of famous things. It does. Associated with it. Well, I, I, I did a little walk around Yale. Mm-hmm. I went to a very old library that has one of the largest collections of rare and old books, mm-hmm. if not the largest. Um, but I think that was about all I got to see. I've been a lot of famous people what been through oh, there yes. at the Oh so yeah, I mean loads. And loads. Josh Lyman from the West Wing, for example. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> it's uh, it's long been a hotbed of intellectuals and inventors. It's famous for inventions, not only the uh, best pizza in America. Uh, it was in New Haven that Eli Whitney invented the cotton gin over there. Uh, Samuel Colt invented the revolver there. Charles Goodyear discovered how to vulcanise rubber. Uh, Phileas Blake um, made the corkscrew, first corkscrew in New Haven. George C. Smith invented the lollipop. Okay. And Lewis Lassen invented the hamburger. Wow. In New Haven, first hamburger. i got to say that corkscrew is a little bit, some twisty metal. It's probably not such a... How did they open bottles of wine before that? I don't know. They took a saw. loads of really old ones. Smashed. <laughs> <laughs> They're just stockpiling. We can't get into them. Maybe they just had like wider, longer cork, longer corks so you could get your hand over it and yank screw it out. Tops. Screw yeah, yeah. tops. Maybe then they it, abandoned screw tops. <laughs> 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 yeah, and then they keep started coming back again. All of those were cool apart from cork trick, which is just a bit of twisty metal. Well, you, you know, everyone uses cork screws. There's one there. How many, yeah. how many other things do we have in this? Well, that, that's a different invention because that, that's, oh, yeah, that's, that's a special cork That's a cork screw. All right, should we have some scores for uh, New England Brewing Company Seahag IPA? I haven't really said anything about well, it. We, we, can, we can talk about it when we sum it up. Yeah. I'm not going first. Why not? Because I haven't said it yet. I think it's nice. It has a, there's a quality about the hoppiness that I can't put my finger on, which is that licorice It's a little bit acidity there that I can't put my finger on, which... <clears throat> Brings it down a little bit for me, so seven and a half. 
You haven't, you haven't said anything about this yet, so you want to uh, pontificate no, for that? I, I, I kind of agree with Marshall pretty much. Um, I'm going to say seven and a half, maybe a strong seven and a half. Do you Not get, quite an eight. Do you get the bitterness as well? Or? It is quite bitter, yeah. yeah. It's quite, a, uh, quite lemon juicy. Lemon juice. And it does build up as you get through. And that's half a can. So I, I think a six pack would be a bit much. Maybe. <laughs> I think if you had a six pack of that, you, your palate would attune to it, wouldn't it? And oh, you keep on. After yeah. one, it would just be. You, you get that nice kind of sweetness. On it. I only ever drank five in one night. <laughs> <laughs> only, only five. How strong is it? It doesn't say in the can. It, it's it, five. It does somewhere. It's six, six point two. It's six point two. Crazy. Yeah. I thought it was like five point. I can, I can picture Mr. B lying on a hotel <laughs> bed with a six-pack on his belly. <laughs> <laughs> Watching the game. That's the only way he's going to get a six-pack on his belly. Just <laughs> <laughs> knocking them back one after the other and then crushing it and throwing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that, Vinus. It's yeah. a bit... It t- I mean, I've just had a Nelson Sauvignon beer on our warm-up, but it tastes a bit like that. Uh, yeah, not far off. I, I doubt there's Nelson Sauvignon in this one, but it's it's nice. It's nice bitter. There's a bit of yarl in there. A bit of uh, Although stronger, obviously. I'm gonna give that an eight. Oh, that's very nice. Mm. And so it's, it's a, a good, really mm. strong as a as USA a regular IPA. a regular canned IPA. It's diff, very different to uh, something like Caldera, which yeah. is our yeah, much more raisiny and yeah. Yeah. But it's West Coast and this is East Coast, so uh, yeah, that's very nice. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go Richard on an eight. I I really liked it. It's even better on keg. Mm. Um, yeah, really kind of blew me away. There it was the first beer I had in my first night. On St. Patrick's Day. <coughs> um, Did you get any green food for it? <laughs> that was a bit yeah. of an experience. Um, so I, but, but I, I, I just loved it. And, yeah. Right, okay. Nice well, we'll come back with our second beer in a minute and maybe we'll delve deeper into Mr. B's St. Patrick's experience. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, hello. 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 Well, hello. Welcome back to our Mr. B in New England slash New York spectacular podcast with a snappier title by the time I've edited it together. <laughs> <laughs> and our second beer, Mr. B, is? It is Six Point Craft Deals Bengali Bengali Tiger. Yes. Here we go. And it's a big can this time. Hey. And uh, what type of beer is that? It's pretty tell. Yeah, have a guess. What is it? Is it some kind of Bengali tiger lager? <laughs> it's t- it's, it's an made from IPA. Half Bengali tiger. Is half a Bengali stri- lion. <laughs> it's, it's a stripey IPA. Uh, this is their take on an English IPA. Oh, right. Oh, right. What, an Ooh. English IPA, the original IPA, or one post-war UK? Right. No, the original, original. All oh, right, so yeah, one that the went original. to so, India. So okay, so that's why it's going. So to it might India. actually. But they never, they weren't in cans. No, <laughs> pretty sure. True. <laughs> Almost. I'm pretty sure I'm factually correct on that one. There's a great bit of marketing speak on the website. The the essential oils from the hops are an enticing treat before every sip. Notice the lacing of stripes around the pint glass as you finish your drink. It's the mark of the tiger. <laughs> well, that's crap, isn't it? It's also a really crappy beer can. Yeah, it's a weird it beer looks, can. I think it makes it, it just reminds me of tenants or something. It's, just, <laughs> it's something weird about that. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't tell me what it is. It's also got a very weird smell. You wouldn't know that was a beer. Until you looked at it. I, I did notice when I was doing the research, is they're one of these breweries that have lots of, they go for the vague statements and the big kind of 
our message is this and we're bigger than this kind of thing. Not in a stone way, but in a, oh, that's not a good face. <laughs> <What's up? laughs> very bitter. <laughs> very bitter. It's very bitter orange. Yeah. It's like an anchor Christmas special here. Oh, really? Bitter orange. It's, I'm, I'm not getting it. It's like an anchor like Christmas malt. special. I'm getting cut a malt on the nose. Six Point Craft Ales were founded in 2004 by a Milwaukee home brewer named Shane Welsh. Located in Red Hook, Brooklyn, they began as draft only, but began canning their beer in 2011, of which they currently produce four. Sweet Action, Righteous Ale, Bengali Tiger, and The Crisp. No, The Crisp? <laughs> yeah, wow. I think it's a lot of it. Uh, it's a bit of a fridge, isn't it? Mm. Crisp. I don't know where you put vegetables in. Tumbleweed. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't listening. I know it's a joke. Is that not like what you put uh, vegetables in in the fridge? No. no. I have no idea. I'm not following this okay. at all. I have the beer. That wasn't a joke. It was oh, a serious reason. I have no idea. Google it. They currently produce four regular beers. <laughs> Sweet action. Right, right, just say. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, um... The brewery takes the name of the six-pointed star used by medieval, late medieval brewers to mark their barrels. They host an annual rare beer festival to profit local animal shelters called Beer for Beasts. Got so, that? It's like, it's like an orange crossed with a grapefruit. Well, what, what hop do you think? I know what hop is in this. You, you're a hop man. Do you know, can you guess what hop's in this? Bearing in mind it's an English style, old style IPA. Not an American. Not got Puggable now. No, similar, similar lines. Doesn't taste like Puggle. Cascade, isn't it? Is that not a British one? No. I thought Cascade. What was Cascade from the. That smells out. Oh, yeah, okay. No, what's the. I don't know. Tet, 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 nine, tet, nine. It's got a kind of. No, it's Jim. He's kind of goldens. That's my next guess. Apparently, it's slashed with a giant paw of citrus, pine, and resin. It's resin, yes. What's that smell? I don't know about it. They also really quote Rudyard like Kipling on the back line. Yeah. It, it, it's not the beer I wanted to bring back with me. It's the only beer I could find in, in New York. It's not. I mean, I, it's, I quite like it. <laughs> That's a sting <laughs> <laughs> A crisper is a, is a crisp things in a refrigerator. Awesome. A crisper. Put a crisper. Oh, a crisper. Yes. Yeah, you said I, a, I, a crisp. Yeah, I know, but I got it wrong. A crisp is. Oh, that's really nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't taste like an IPA. It's got that no, um, really no. kind of malty caramel sweetness to it. No, it's no. really... It's, it's bitter orange and grapefruit. Well, there's, there's orange in there as well. It smells not, like I, I, it's, not, it's, it's an anchor Christmas special. I wouldn't say there's sweetness. It smells like off orange, but it, it tastes... Oh, I don't know. I'm getting maltiness, but no sweetness. It's like maltiness and then citrusy resininess. Yeah. I, I get, of, but they don't meld that way. I, yeah. get, I get the Anchor reference. It is a bit Anchor special, yeah. Because it tastes darker than it is. I mean, it's quite dark. It's not kind of dark amber, maybe. It's, it's very bitter at the minute. Mm. It does. Mm. I'm not sure I'd drink one again. Fruit <laughs> choice. I went into many, many places <coughs> in New York, and it's not a small place. No, oh, yes. yes. Trying to find Tell us about New York. a New York beer to take home with me. <coughs> Couldn't find a single one. This is the only shop, and it was the very posh delicatessen, what's it called? Dean and Delucha or something. Very posh deli down on Still just on Broadway. $3.50. I suppose the Brooklyn Brewery have the um, market share, don't they? In, yeah. 
Yes, yeah, you can get Brooklyn stuff. I take you mean, so bring us in back. Something different. Yeah, yeah, There wasn't Sam Adams and Brooklyn. The obvious stuff. And, and I couldn't find anything anywhere and I ended up in a very posh delicatessen equivalent of the food section in the Harrods or something and going in and buying one can of beer <laughs> <laughs> at lunchtime feeling very self-conscious <laughs> awesome now this is 62 IBU yeah I would argue it tastes more than that Brooklyn is the most populous of New York's five boroughs with a population approaching 3 million However, it began as a small Dutch colonial village named after the town of the same name near Utrecht. It was taken over by the British in 1664 when New York became the centre of British political and military operations. Loyal Americans flocked to Brooklyn just over the river and the population rocketed. It was a kind of anti-New York. Name me some uh, favourite Brooklyn, favourite, famous even, Brooklynites, Stephen. Danny DeVito. Uh, Most death. You may be. No. What is he? he was. was it? Okay, no, I don't know. There's loads of them, absolutely loads of them. No, a, a million hit name, name one that's on your list, is that what you're asking? Yes. <laughs> okay. How long's your list? Condition. It's how, long enough, my friend. How, how many are on your list? Woody Allen. No, right. Rita Hayworth. Eddie Murphy. Jerry Seinfeld. Michael Jordan. Barry Manilow. Mm-hmm. Spike Lee. Norman Mailer. Jay Z. Al Capone. Mel Brooks. Harvey Keitel. Larry David. Notorious B.I.G. and Judge Judy. Judy, It's not very often you do a list that goes notorious B.I.G. Judge Judy. Both, both the uh, pinnacle of their profession. Brooklyn has the number one address in the entirety of New York, and also probably the not number one address in the entirety of New York. Explain yourself. <laughs> well, it's it's got the it's got Brooklyn Heights where it's it's the where oh, everybody lives. Right. Mm. Like that's the place to live if you got the money, yeah, the place, and it's probably got the shittest place, maybe Harlem or something, for my view, but not that far off. But it was a big place. Mm. (laughs) Well, three million. It's like almost the size of Scotland. Unpopular. It's got five million, but is Harlem not a different borough? And Queens? No, no. Harlem is part of Harlem is part of Manhattan. Manhattan. Okay. Not as kind of north of the park. Manhattan. Over the river is Brooklyn, north of Brooklyn is Queens, which is fucking huge. And then, yeah. So you had a good time poking around Brooklyn? Yes. I went to, oh yeah, Brooklyn, the, the best bar I've ever been to. Is that the one right. best in Brooklyn? Barcade. Oh. Barcade, yeah, Barcade. that sounds cool. Did you look that up? No, I did, it looks great. Oh. <coughs> it's, um, I took a trip out to Brooklyn to go there and it's, uh, big kind of warehousey cellar place um quite close to the river in brooklyn and um it, it, it's just typical craft beer pub except in america that means 30 or 40 beers <laughs> craft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but also 40 or 50 1980s arcade machines the entirety around the wall with leaderboards all over the place it was i had joust i had strider it had outrun and everything <laughs> And the place was mobbed. Everyone was loving it. It was 20... There's a... What do you call a 25 cents? A dime? No. Quarter. Quarter. Yeah. Did it have Operation Wolf? No. Oh, maybe it did, but I didn't see it because it was very busy at the back. Mm. It was great. It's awesome. I don't Frogger. I played a lot of Frogger. (laughs) I didn't even... I didn't once get to the other side. I remember it being easier. (laughs) He jacked up the difficulty. (laughs) (laughs) But it was great. 
A good, quite a great idea for a pub. And you were saying the leaderboards, they had people's names chalked up there from 10 years yeah, ago yeah, that yeah. hadn't been beaten yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's great, I love it. I did have a picture on my phone of some crazy scores. You think people are there for eight hours, probably. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the kind of crazy stuff you go to America for, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's great. Well worth going to. That place. Did it have those machines you used to get on Blackpool Pleasure Beach where you put 2p in and it rolled, goes Roll. down to the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> it slides in and out and pushes more 2p's off onto the next leg. That's what it needs. I used to love that. <laughs> I once won 18 pence on that. <laughs> only a four pence stake. <laughs> It did have the one you see in Terminator 2 where he's, he's got a big trackball thing and it's really crappy looking graphics and he's, he's got a trackball with a mouse and he's trying to blow up little crappy sprite airplane things. Ever seen Terminator 2? Well, about a million things, but I can't <laughs> actually remember. No, I can't remember that bit either. He did have that, but I couldn't quite understand how it worked. Yeah, well, I, well, the other classic was Deli Thompson's Decathlete. That was the... Oh, uh, right. the yeah. I think any... any I would very much like that. Any of them still existed. I'm sure that was quite loud for listening. <laughs> that was yeah. Paul waggling his joystick. Um, no way any of those still exist. They no. will be broken in a million pieces about a year after they were released, presumably. Mind you, the uh, the little the joystick with the little yellow ball, they made that stuff out of the same thing they made playing black boxes out of, because that was indestructible. You could waggle that backwards and forwards oh, for hours. Exactly. <laughs> you could waggle my joystick for hours and it never broke. Okay, let's have some scores. <laughs> <laughs> let's have some scores for six-point Bengali Tiger IPA. It's one six-point something, 6.4. I just read in the marketing speak, we use three different hop strains and add a total of six different hop additions throughout the process. See, that's nice. Is that necessary? No. Are you going first? I think it's. I'm not that enamoured with it. It's either a five or a six. I think I'm going to give it six. It's okay. Um, It's just too almost seasonal. Is the word I would use. It's kind of Christmassy somehow. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not the beer I wanted to bring back. That was Hebrew. I never got to say that. People should check that out if they can. But it seems to be impossible to find. Anywhere outside of New York or in bottle. But um yeah, maybe six. I'm gonna go with six. Okay. Um I think it's orangey grapefruit, far too bitter, not 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 great. It's just not balanced enough. And and I, I, I kinda like slightly unbalanced beers anyway, but this is just too far too bitter for me. Which is a strange thing to say. But anyway, I'm going to give it a 6 as well. (laughs) (laughs) 6.0. Yeah, I'll give it a 6 as well. I just don't think, it's kind of almost like it's half finished. It's not kind of, they haven't thought enough about combining the flavours. I disagree with that. It's it's really nice. Do you know, I get that in mind. I like the fact that it's, it's very bitter. But it also does have that caramel sweetness in there as well. That's what I don't like. Yeah, but that's balance. That is, yeah, that yeah, is balance. Yeah. yeah. No. I, no, I, I know what you mean, but I, I kind of I'm getting it as one thing and another. Mm. I don't know. It sounds weird. It's not a smooth transition between the two. Is I don't even get the, the caramel sweetness. I just get the orangey grapefruity bitterness. Mm-hmm. Oh, fair I, I I just don't like it that much. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to give it then, Rich? Seven and a half. Well, that's not a massive jump up. The same that's as the last one. Like, no, I get it on eight. All right, so that's fine. Right. Oh, that's great, you do. 
Okay, now you look for six points, Bengali Tiger. Thank you, Anu, for bringing it back. Mr. B, we're moving on to bottles, so we're moving up in ABV, so stand by for bit number three. We may tease Mr. B's horrible St. Patrick's Day story out of him. <laughs> After the break. Yeah, hello. 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 Hello there, welcome back. <laughs> we're still here, we're in Edinburgh, Scotland, in case you didn't know, we're the Beercast. My name's Richard, this is Mr. B's New York, New England special. And the third beer, we're moving away from cans into the uh, harder stuff. Yeah, this is... In, a, in more ways than one. CBC, Cambridge Brewing Company's Audacity of... The Audacity of Hops. Yep, Cambridge yes. Brewing's The Audacity of Hops. Please don't go everywhere. That's fine, I think you're alright. Good. Okay, it's uh, 8.5% Belgian style IPA. Double, triple, double, triple. Double, triple, double. Double, triple, double, triple. Double, triple, double, triple. Quote, Cambridge Brewing Company are a brew pub in Kendall Square, Cambridge. Hey, hello, Keyboard. <laughs> Having opened in 1989, they have a series of house ales brewed on site, including at least one dry hopped cask conditioned ale at any one time. Ooh. Uh, being a brew pub, food also features heavily. They're the oldest brewery restaurant in the Boston area and regularly invent beers to pair with dishes on their menu. Their motto is fresh beer, local food, and their bottled beer is only available in Massachusetts. Ah. So they have a cask beer. Yeah. Awesome. Cask is one of the new trends in American craft brewing. Um, mm. it's, kind of, it's kind of come full circle. Um, but yeah, it can be done, and it is done on a, reg on a semi-regular basis. Right. Yeah. Thank you. So this is the Audacity of Hops. Uh, it's also brewed in another brewery on certain other occasions. It's not just them that does this. Ah. Uh, the where are we? The Mayflower Brewery in Plymouth also mm. make it for them. That's not very far. But away. this is this is I think this is theirs. This is the Cambridge one. Mm. Um, right, I'm going to prefer these. All right, let's go. So it's uh, slightly hazy, but it smells slightly Belgian-y. Taste mm. slightly Belgian-y. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good night. See you next time. <laughs> I'll be back later. It's like some kind it's of... It's really nice. It's not as nice as it was on... Is it, is it ever? It's never going to be. It was a lot creamier and... There's some kind of alliance between the Belgian yeah. and America, isn't it? Oh, wow. It's really nice. It's really interesting. <clears throat> I'm loving it. Got oh, yeah. Miles, kind of, after you taste it, it goes... Yeah. It's almost kind of peppery, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a rice. It's almost it's got like you've got pepper. kind of vanilla. Yeah. You've got you vanilla get... as well. You've got all kinds of stuff. It's all kind of crazy flavours in there. But if you imagine that a bit creamier, with a thicker, creamier head, mm. like a, it's almost getting to Bruges triple, wow. but it, it not not in its form. But it wasn't as sparkling as it was in, in Belgium. That's, that's a complex beer. It, is. it really it is. is. Yeah, it's it's so well, much going on. I, I I walked for fucking miles <laughs> to get this. Place. <laughs> so you <laughs> went to the brew pub. I went to the brew pub. And what's it like? Um, it's actually really. Disappointing the brew pub. Mm. The beer was awesome. The uh, it's a, it's a kind of thing in America, particularly Boston, where um, everything is family friendly. Really, so mm -hmm. it, there's no such thing as a pub. You no, go and drink. Is there? There's got to <laughs> be a, a restaurant. Yeah, some crazy stuff attached. There was a couple of places I went to. Crap mm. This one was pretty much the only one that made their own beer. Mm. Um, and, and, and at the front it was kind of cool looking, and you could. Uh, but at the back was the big, big vats and stuff where they make their beer. 
But right beside that was just a dark room filled with tables with loads of families eating burgers. Mm. And I got seated there to drink my beer. And it wasn't the most atmospheric place I've ever right. for kind of having a nice craft beer place. So I was a bit disappointed, but the beer was incredible. Um, and it's a menu of beer, stuff they only make. They don't do any other beer and stuff they make themselves. Mm. And they had eight or ten beers. It was, a, it was a really interesting place to go. I'm glad I went. I came back with a whole load of beer from there. Yeah. Brought a growler at home, which I showed you. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Um, I love that label. That's a fantastic it's label. A, yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> but uh, this is a kind of seasonal one, I think, or maybe not seasonal. A kind of special edition one. Yeah. Um, don't make it that often, or maybe only make it once or twice. I'm not sure. But, um, but yeah, just loved it. But I did walk absolutely miles. You walked from Boston across the bridge. And no, no, I, walked, I went from Boston across to Harvard. So I got the train out to Harvard Common. Mm-hmm. Area. I walked from there down to this place. And this place is basically in the middle of MIT. So back towards Boston again. Took me about. But I'd been walking all day. Absolutely knackered. This is after you walked the Freedom Trail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, after I walked the Freedom Trail. <laughs> Which is about I 10 just miles. absolutely knackered. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're all we're all familiar with Boston on the Baycast. We've been there several times. It's a great a great city. But I just wish I'd been there, been there four four or five, you know, three or four and times. You've been here? No. Well, wait, yeah. I've been there four times. It was but before, it was before I knew about beer. Yeah, so I never good, had any good beer apart from like, I had San Adams, and that was yeah. it. You know, what I mean? disappointment. I've been back since two thousand trips to Boston. Is now the craft beer like pub? I went to four or five, and every single one of them had a minimum of 50, 60 beers on draft. One of them. I'm sure I had 120, 140 or something like that on mm. draft. <laughs> My mind is blowing up. Yeah. That's, yeah, just, yeah. that's what you can do with keg beer, isn't it? It just doesn't, yeah. you know. Nah. It lasts so much longer. I, mean, I have no idea how they knew what they were ordering. It was just yeah. just a wall of taps. And like, how do you know what, what on earth? You're, you might not be getting what you think you're getting. <laughs> Everything's bigger <laughs> in America. <laughs> so do you, do you get much Belgium from this? Is there, What's the Belgium? I'm getting it. It's I'm, mostly I'm getting Belgian a, triple because Belgian triple isn't hugely because it's that it's mostly only European. Be back in a second. You going to the loo? No, not a little bit. A mid toilet. Unheard of. I was. I always think the triples aren't the most Belgian of beers because they they're nice balance of hoppy and mm. IPA and kind of blend it all together. Um, I think this is a perfect balance between all of them. It'll be interesting it's kind of to know smoky what, and it's kind of yeah, the anti-Belgian brigade on my right <laughs> thinks of uh, uh, the Belgian element but yeah there is a slight Belgian element with more hops I have a treat for Mr B and me um, hey jeez jeez I only have two left um, did this come from no 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 I'm, I'm, we're talking about the Belgian stuff because uh, there's a, a, a pub in Bruges um, which sells a beer which is just my favourite beer of all time. Um, Which uh, is? Um, it's called Triple Degas. Oh, yeah. And the, the pub, now. the bar is called um, Degas. Yeah, Stanley Degas. And you get your beer and it comes in this little tiny Belgian chalice thing and it's got a five inch head on it and you get little cubes of cheese. And I've got two cubes of cheese in my fridge. So <laughs> uh, me and Mr. Beacon Shell. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not butter, honestly. <laughs> it looks like butter. Um, but yeah, it it's, like butter. It's, yeah. Can you believe it's not butter? <laughs> awesome. I know the hops are in this because it, it was on their website. Um, the brewed pale Vienna malt, 
Dry hops with Amarillo, Simcoe, Palisades, and Spalter. It's, I guess I've had a lot of Belgian IPAs that are very yeasty and they've got a real kind of wheaty sweetness to it, but this doesn't. This is yeah, this is the American side of the Belgian yeah. half. Mm, there's yeah. only a little bit of Belgian in there. Yeah, is that that's a good thing? Clearly. That's a good in thing. Your book. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good thing. A little bit of Belgian goes a long way. I don't remember Triple Degar having that that much Belgian in it. It was incredibly smooth. It, it was alcohol, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I had far too many of those. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what Max is? Yeah. Yeah. Is there a limit on that? You can have three, and I had three. <laughs> and then they ushered you out. But I'd been drinking all day, and they're like 12%. <laughs> and I went home and had dinner with Alison and, and drank some more. And Alison told me fantastic. the next day I was incredibly annoyed. <laughs> Even more than you. It's me, blah, blah, blah. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Apparently, apparently, if you if you if you tell the barman I'm going to have more than three, they will serve you more if they keep an eye on you. Okay. But as I said in my thing on the beer cast, when I had it, I mean, they can sit on my knee for like it was just such a perfect beer drinking experience. But I was there with my girlfriend, and I was I was trying to get her to have something, and I said, oh well, you like the room tremendous, she does. So we got this one, guillotine. It's like that. It's a bit stronger, but it's it's nice. And so we had that. That was nine percent. <laughs> so we were polishing off these beers at 10 to 12 in the morning I <laughs> <laughs> made for a good afternoon sightseeing <laughs> buzzing rain yeah it's great it's a, it's a great place again I went to Bruges when I wasn't a beer fan so. it's just good cheese was it it's just cheese is it yeah, yeah. What, it's just beer what kind of cheese no no but it's just cheap cheese yeah it's cheap cheese okay Christmas with beer Have a cube. It's, the, it's the tastiest thing ever yeah beer and cheese yeah. goes well <laughs> so Cambridge, if you're not familiar with Cambridge, it's not Cambridge in England, it's Cambridge in Massachusetts. It's across the Charles River from Boston. Oh, <laughs> it was established in Revelation. 1630 by some of the original Massachusetts Bay Puritan colonists. They named it after Cambridge because um, that was a, a similar Puritan town in England. Uh, Harvard College was founded in Cambridge in 1636. It's the oldest high, higher education institute in America. They used to have an intense rivalry with Yale, the well, second oldest. They still play. To. They play an American football game every year, which is called the game. Oh, the game. How about this for a fact? Are you ready, stat fans? Those are all sitting down. I'm ready. Pencils ready. 129 of the world's 780 Nobel Prize winners have been at some point in their careers at universities in Cambridge. MIT or Harvard. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, should we uh, have some scores for, unless you want to have any more chat about Boston? No, 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 no. So, uh, part one, we haven't mentioned cheers yet. Ah, cheers, okay, let's go for that. It has two bars. Yeah. Which one did you go to? I went the to the proper one replica. Or the other one. I went to the replica. Yeah, the other one. Yeah, but that, that the proper one is rubbish. The proper one's crap. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't look like I went to the replica one and I had actually a good beer in it. I got to sit in Norm's seat. Mm. Get a. <laughs> Pint glass, proper handled pint glass with cheers written on it, which I got to keep. And I got to sit in his seat and drink um, some prickly pasty. Uh, Sam Adams that they only make for cheers. Did you go in and say, actually, my name's Craig, and then go back out again? Come in and go, Craig! Too busy. Or would you be in America? Craig! Craig. No, Greg. I still get called Greg by all the people I was working with. So if you don't know, uh, cheers, <laughs> there, there's, there's the one bar where they film the outside stuff, which has the steps, 
they go down to it. We go down to it, and that's a completely different inside. And then there's the actual bar they film the series on, the square bar with all that. That's in a different bar, which is like a conservatory. It's a replica, it's a replica, it's a replica yes, of the replica. film set, yeah. Mm. Yeah. In it's different places. The, the one from the outside just inspired Tears. Mm. That, that's the kind of pub we want to make a TV series about. Mm. And, and that's what we've been in. We've been in that one. Yeah. Went sat in a booth and went, doesn't look anything like the other one. <laughs> yeah, me and Then continued on the Freedom Trail and went, we're not going in the other one after that disappointment <laughs> of the first one. In the snow. Yeah, yeah the snow. Yeah, I, I liked it. Yeah, I remember by the bar. Mm. Is that his binom? Yeah. Lawrence is nah, <laughs> I'm more of a postman, whatever his name is. Cliff. 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 <laughs> no, I'd be Cliff, wouldn't I, Shelley? No, you're the, uh, uh, the cheeky waitress. <laughs> Carla, thanks, yeah, Carla. Thank you. Let's <laughs> uh, call this beer. He's definitely <laughs> Ted Danson. Oh, probably. Haircuts. Closer to Woody Harrelson, I feel. Me, oh yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. One with the carbon fibre. Moving on. All right. <laughs> Give me a score for uh, Cambridge Brewing Company: The Audacity of Hops. Um, nerf. I'm gonna go with that because it, it's. I, I, I have a nice memory of, of this beer and it, it's not the same but it's still really really good context is all important when it, it comes is. to yeah. Yeah. it is and I'm loving the label yeah, I love that label it's great isn't it <laughs> and the name's quality as well I would wear that on a t-shirt and there's very few beer labels that would say that maybe mm. without the stripe if you listen to this on a video iPod you can see that I put a well you can see the label on your screen now it's basically a man holding a huge hop. enormous hop that's the audacity oh, yeah. to be bigger than him. A hop the size of a house. A hop the size of a house. Charles, you want to score for? I would, I would say this is the best beer of the night, um, but it still has that slight Belgianness to it. <laughs> so here we go. Just, just an eight for me. Okay. I'm going to blaze in with the nine because it it's such a complex beer. Yeah. You get vanilla, you get a bit of pepper, you get the Belgian in there. Quality. I agree too. I had to know. That's absolutely wonderful. Um, it's got all those different flavours in it. All the different hops balanced perfectly. Uh, that's wonderful. So nice. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> no, I'm just, I, just my opinion. I had to look at someone. Okay, so that was our third beer and a, and a hit. Cambridge Brewing Company's The Audacity of Hops. Beer of the year. Never get it again. <laughs> no. Never mind. Never mind. I have one in the house, but I don't want to drink it. Add <laughs> <laughs> oh. that to the list of other beers we can't get. Ever Doesn't again. matter. No, that matters. Okay, we'll come back in a very short while with our final beer, and this is a big one to finish on, so we'll see you very shortly. Bye. Not bye. <laughs> see you shortly. Yeah, hello. 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 <laughs> Two. One. Hugh Richard. Hello, welcome back to our Mr. B in New York and England. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's Beercast 70, and uh, Mr. B's got our final beer of the night, and it's a big boy. It is Smutty Nosey's Smuttinator. Smutty Nose Smuttinator, it's a 9.6% Doppelbock from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. As he pops the cap. Oh, pops his cherry. Uh, founded in 19... Oh, don't stick, your, <laughs> stick your actual nose <laughs> oh, into crazy. the beer. I didn't touch liquid. I don't want bogeys in there. No, I just don't want your bogeys on the side of the bottle. Founded in 1994. Sorry. It's okay. When was it founded? Founded in 1994, Smutty Nose took their name from one of the Isles of the Shoals, located off the New Hampshire coast, the Isle of Smutty. Mm. Sorry, Smutty Nose Island. 
Uh, Smutty Nose Island was apparently the site of Blackbeard's honeymoon. I don't know how they worked that out. <laughs> Is he real? Pirates gotta have a honeymoon, I guess. Um, it's also home to a colony of harbour seals, and the seal is the brewery mascot for Smutty Nose. Yeah. It was started by a man called Peter Eggleston. He started the brewery as a joint venture with another brewery owner, but eventually took over and ran it by himself. Mm-hmm. And they're currently building a much delayed new brewery in Hampton, following a series of local objections to planning and various other bits and pieces. That's uh, so a darken. Mm. Thank you. Yes. It's got a goat on the label as we. So a bock is a, a strong lager, and is bock not the German word for goat? Is it? Hence why they all have goats on. Double goat. There's only one goat. Ow! I need the table. Uh, because the cul- culminator doppelbock has the goat, the plastic goat. Ah, uh, yes, it does. And they all have goats on. That's good. Is that. Yeah. Goat is bock. Bock is goat. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. Uh, so, what, why did you pick this one, Craig? Um, I was trying to find a last beer to take home with me. Um, <laughs> from, from, because I picked three from, from New England when I was in Connecticut. Um, and I was going to get one in New York. Uh, and, and this was the, the craziest, most interesting liquor one I could find. Um, that I'd not seen before. Because I'm a big fan of the Smutty Nose double IPA. Mm-hmm. Which is incredibly powerful. Um, kind of Craig territory <coughs> hoppiness. Um, <laughs> Getting there anyway, um, and, and I, I really like their beers actually, and I, I had no idea they were so local to where I was staying. Really, um, so you bought this in Boston? I bought this. No, I bought this in yeah. uh, Norwalk. 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 Did you Norwalk. go? Did you go through the New uh, Hampshire? Uh, no, that's in that's in you know, like a bit further north than that. It's north. I got close to it. Yeah, it's north. Nobody lives there. There's nobody no, no. There. Heather and Kane live in New Hampshire. Good. Some them. people do. And, and Jed Bartlett. <laughs> True. <laughs> Portsmouth is the largest city, but only the fourth largest community in New Hampshire. I'm not quite sure how that works. I guess communities must be a few cities joined together. Maybe. City, I think, means the municipal area. Uh, population of 22,000. It was originally called Piscataqua, after the local Native Americans, and was then renamed Strawberry Bank. That's right. a nice name, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then they renamed it Portsmouth after the hometown of the man who founded the colony. Mm. Oh, strawberry bank that's a good one <laughs> uh, by the 19th century it was one of America's most important seaports and a centre for a very unusual style of architecture so you, you know you know, we're getting near the end of the podcast when I start reeling out my architecture facts uh, they had a number of catastrophic fires so they decreed that all the buildings should be constructed of stone and slate with open spaces in between ah, interesting no, it's not. Don't, 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 don't patronise me. I actually think that is quite interesting. Oh, okay, go, go, go. I hope you do two, do two listener, assuming you're still Did there. Did any cities ever get made saying, it's not fire, fire-ish enough, let's make it wood, full of wood and straw let's and make, make them closer together? Open fires. Let's yeah. douse it all in the petrol. <laughs> As best as. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't have water pumps or petrol. <laughs> Naked flame. What are you doing there? I'm Googling goat. <laughs> what have you been doing that for the last five minutes? <laughs> because Wikipedia was kind of inconclusive. So I want the actual thing. Yes. Wikipedia be There's definitely, definitely goats. <laughs> goats do exist. I've seen some goats before. <laughs> definitely there. This is nice. It's lovely, isn't it? I like it. It's nice. Seven. <laughs> to quote my friend. I, I, was a bit, I was a bit concerned about this one. 
I thought it was maybe going to be too crazy. So it's a nice change of pace from yeah. the other. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think the, that's that's a, yeah, that's a good point. But also the Doppelbock have that nice dark malt mm, in with yeah. the sweetness, and it's very, really malty. Very sweet and malty. But smooth. Yeah, Smarty Nose do make very good beer though. Then you That's go it. to a, a takeover or something. The, at the Ginger Man that I mentioned earlier, they had a, a number. The, the one week I was there for two weeks when that took the time, and the one week they had a takeover by Brooklyn Brewery and a takeover by uh, Smarty Nose. Um, and I didn't get to go to either of them, but they were a hundred dollars a night. Wow, good. Yeah. What was that? Getting? But it was a six-course meal. It was it was equivalent of what. The Cali sample rooms over here. Okay. It's like kind of six courses, lots of different beers and that kind of thing. So it wasn't just a turn up and, and, and drink some beer. Okay. Um, although the, I got to try some of their stuff uh, actually um, the next day when it was left over. Mm. I had tried some of their cask beer actually, mm. which I couldn't drink. I think I told you about it. It was just, it was a double IPA, but it was, it was like a melted toffee apple. <laughs> Yeah, but in typical American service, I ordered it. It was ten dollars a glass for a half glass type thing. Um, I didn't like it. They took it back, apologized, and they didn't charge me for it. Yeah, well, even though I ordered it, which there's no way that, that would happen. Yeah, like, you idiot! Like, you ordered it. Pay for it. I'm yeah. sure some of them would grab your throat, force it open, and make you drink it over here. Probably. Yeah. It's not the best kind of beer to be casking, is it? A double IPA. It's not no, going to hold it. Was, it was. Pretty strange. Didn't like it, but um, but no, I, I really liked it. I didn't. I had no idea it was because I, I think we bought some last year, and you said it tasted like baked beans. <laughs> that sounds like his analysis. That I remember saying that about a beer. Was it a smutty nose beer? Yes. yes. There was there was a couple of their beers that taste like baked beans. Was it that one? Yes. All right. Did it taste like baked beans? On no, no, no. I, I didn't mind that it tasted like baked All beans. Right. But yeah, there's something wrong with my <laughs> on the on the wheel of funky smells that you get with homebrew. Baked beans isn't one of the tastes. Uh, it was from uh, the, brew, the 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 place that you get all the beer from in Leeds, is it? I can't the beer mm. or something. Beer yeah. Ritz, yeah. When I got my massive order of Caldera last year, I also got some Smutty Nose and, okay. and thought they were incredible. Yeah, they do distribute here too. Yep. Yeah. So when I saw this, I thought it's got a picture of a goat on it or a sheep or something. I'm going to get that. It's like a goat. A goat. Is it a goat? Yeah. Why is it called mutton then? Because that's lamb. Mm. Or or sheep. Smutty, a smutty nose. It's smutton. So that's why I thought it was a sheep. Uh, well, it could be a sheep. I mean, but I mean, you no, seem so confident about it being a goat. Well, no, Bok is, I think it's Bok a goat. Um, Bok is goat. Um, yeah. this, is, this, is, this is just confusing. It's not messages here. In German, my Googling, it's like Vega or something or Dreiser. Um, it, that is the word for goat, but it's not. But the people of Munich used to call Einbeck, Einbock, um, and so, that's, for some reason, that like a goat. And I don't fully. That's where that's where Wikipedia was vague, uh, and why I had to Google the translation. So, so this is Bock is not. It doesn't translate literally as goat. No, but, but box traditionally have goats on them. Yes, yes. Except this, uh, that is true. Is maybe, or or maybe they're having a bit of a, a fun by putting a sheep on instead of a goat. What fun? Just to mix it up a bit. We put like a platypus on it. Or something. So, so what's um, yeah? That's definitely might, a sheep. What's the big beer series? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't have that. This no, label. It's it's it's, no, it's not. By good. the sense where that's the smutty nose seem to have a big beer series of because mm-hmm. this is a big beer. Most 
If you try to drink that yourself, that's a bit. It's, it's very smooth it's, and it's, it's got that real condition as well, so we must have a little bit. You do have a little bit. Well, it's on paper, you can't see through it. Uh, but it's very, very smooth and very sweet, but it's got that kind of nice milky, kind of almost coffee flavour to it with the malt. That's uh, mm. really nice. And mm, it, it hides the alcohol well. You can taste it, but it's not yeah. strong. Mm. But you know you're drinking a strong beer, but it's not like kind of rams it down your throat, booze. It, yeah, it, it tastes like a beer that could be really, really bad, but really, really nice. If that makes any kind of sense. Yeah. I don't know if it's just because what you said, but is like, it verging on the coffee IPA? Kind of? Yeah, it's a bit of coffee in it. Nah, I don't get coffee at all myself. It's one thing. I know, it's just, it's, it's got that too sweet. Mm. It's got good old-fashioned New England tenaciousness in it. <clears throat> it's a bit like a very sweet hot chocolate. Mm. It's one of the sweetest beers I've had for a while. Yeah. But I don't normally like sweet put, beers. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. put me off, yeah. like, no. hot, which they often don't. It's what my most hated, apart from smoked beer. Um, sweet yeah. beers. Um, <laughs> honey. Really sweet beers and honey. Yeah. Yes, yeah, really put me off. But, but this, no, this seems to pull it off somehow. Mm. Mm. Well done. Don't well done for pulling <laughs> off Mr. B. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, I went there. It's okay. I'll get my coffee. Anyway, we've got a couple of good beer casts. Not this isn't good. This is a great beer cast. Well, <laughs> we've got a couple of good I'll, I'll leave that. You should be the judge of that. But we've, got, listener. we've still got our black IPA beer cast to come, so uh, that's going to be spectacular. Are um, we back on track then with only British beers? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, unless one of you wants to go somewhere abroad. And uh, you go to Germany, aren't you, next yeah. week? So, okay, we'll do a German beer cast. <laughs> I think it weeks in Germany, it might just bring some beer home. I think I'll just stop buying beer and get Mr. B's gone holiday and bring it all back. How about that? Yeah. Uh, we've also got some, got some St. Andrew's beers to drink. I need to get through those. Um, so we'll, we'll try and get a podcast out more than one a month. It's just tough tracking these guys down. They're busy buggers. We should We're do busy. it. Busy I'm, going to Germany. I'm sure in Germany they don't have pecan. They have some kind of weird green shit they add oh, to beer. Got to try that. So can we weird green shit it? Can we green on it? Can we green it? <laughs> can we green it? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's from Cologne <laughs> or somewhere like that. Okay. Yeah. How do you know this? Yeah, how do you find this? Why do you know this? Because I. Because you read. I bought a I bought a German cooking book before I went in Germany, right? From Amazon, modern German cooking, for one pence. Oh, one what? Pence. The classic Amazon one pence book. One yeah. pence. <laughs> it was like. Uh, I, I was. I, I don't know how they could sell it for one pence. No, I buy books from Amazon for one pence. One, yeah. 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 Oh, paperbacks. I, yeah. I didn't even know this, this was could be done. Though, but yeah, yeah, but but it's it's so I, I prepared it's pictures of sausages basically. <laughs> I was going to say, it's That's it. It's like a million sausages put on grill, turn over, make sure they're cooked. <laughs> that's, that's why it's warm. Put, drink, drink beer. Drink but some beer. of the pictures had some green stuff that you put in beer, a bit like pecan. Okay. I shall bring some back. We'll, we'll be doing a German beer cast this year as well. Absolutely. Great. Yeah, yeah we've okay. just abandoned the whole British thing. Well, if someone's going to go abroad, it'd be, yeah. it'd be remiss not to. It would. <laughs> Very true. Okay, I think we should have some scores for a Smutty Nose Smuttinator. 9.6% Doppelbock. Who would like to go first with their score? Everyone's looking at me. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, very smooth. Nice ram on the, the label, um, good balance for such a strong beer. I like it as much as the last one, so eight. Mm, good score. I'm going to say eight for similar reasons. I don't like it as much as the last one, 
Phải chơi vậy này. Okay. Uh, I'm going to leave that in half. Uh, that's lovely. And yeah, I know you could say that after a while we get a bit too much and a bit sweet and a bit cloying, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. Yeah, you're not supposed to drink. That's why I'm thinking exactly the same thing. <laughs> um, I might go with Richard and eight and a half. I think that, that, that's a really nice. It's, it's the anti Craig beer. It's so sweet. And yeah, that, that's the thing. It's it somehow pulls it all back. It's the kind of beer I wouldn't normally like at all, yeah. but yeah. Uh, I do. We should just shout out to Craig Gardner, who probably wants to try all of these beers, but never will. <laughs> I'm sure he will. <laughs> no, no, never. Okay, well, massive thank you to uh, to Craig for uh, sourcing these beers. I, I love the way that you 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 have a lot of um, thought into the beers you bring back. I really does like it? it? Yeah, no, it doesn't. No, I it He's, he's got one from every state you went to. He walked for miles to get the audacity of Any Any Dagoda, my friend's one. No, that's because there was peat on it. <laughs> it was brilliant. <laughs> so, a huge thanks to, to Craig for bringing back the beer. Thank you to Shovels and to uh, Grubman for being part of this podcast. The winner for that, well, as we needed to uh, state it, was the Audacity of Hops by Cambridge Brewing Company. They got 88%. Wow. Uh, second was Smutty Nose on 83%. And then Seahag IPA on 78%. So, all the scores. Uh, Bengali Tiger got 64. Mm. So how are we shaping up on the old uh, like top it. 10 this year? Or the top 4 anyway? Uh, we've only had 3 podcasts, so we've got mostly summer wine beers in the top 4. And beers we can't get, get again. Yeah, but we'll, we'll work our way around it. Anyway, we're, we're going to try and do more podcasts because we've got plenty to come. I know I said that before, but we will definitely try and do more when the summer's out. Uh, but in the meantime, you can come to the beercast, uh, thebeercast.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter at the Beercast or at BeercastPaul. Indeed. Or at Groovin10. Uh, no. I wouldn't recommend it. It's like Ben 10. Every time you say it, like Ben 10. It's Groovin10 um, is just like. At easy. Thundercats 4. At Battlecat. If you like this podcast, there is actually another. I keep saying we're the only British beer podcast, but there is another British beer podcast based in Coventry called All Hail the Ale. Uh, I listened to their first podcast. Actually, we've been going for five years, but they started this year. And the first podcast, first podcast, they had they tried um, um, tactical nuclear penguins. So they went in with a hard hitting. Went in high. What did we try first? Like St Andrews ale. Yeah. Seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was back in the day when like ales were. So you can find them on allhailtheale.podbean.com uh, But we'll be back in hopefully two or three weeks with another podcast. We've got our Black IPA special to come. In the meantime, thanks again to Craig. We'll see you soon. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Craig, that was uh, one, of the best, one of the best. Some good choices there. Sir. Set to beers I, up. I, I think every beer cast I brought back has been awesome. Mm. Yeah, pretty much. Apart from the Franklin's.